Your life experience, good or bad, is a gift when you share it with others. At Taxi Chronicles, we allow real riders with real stories to share their gift. So hopefully this episode will intrigue, enhance or inspire you. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, we're back with another riders. A pair of riders today. I'm not sure if they're a couple, but let's just assume they are. Sally and Bob, they're firefighters, so they're key workers. They're saving lives and um, carrying people down ladders and all of that. And they're just going to tell us about what it's like in the industry and how they got into there. So nice to have you here today. <laughs> Hello, very nice to be here. So tell tell us, what made you want to be firefighters? And Sally, I want to hear something from you as well. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Who wants to go first? Um, well, my uncle was thankfully uh, a firefighter previously. So it was um, because he was previously one that inspired me to become one. Like growing up, he was awesome that he was just saving people's lives and yeah I, it just inspired me to apply and I was very fortunate enough to have gotten it. Okay. Did, he, did he say he told you many a story? He told me yeah he told me a few stories uh, regarding it um some of them can be kind of like morbid stories but um yeah no he um he thankfully. Um, was there one story that he told you that that made you want to join him? Um, in total, no. Like it was just um, it was um, in total, it was just a complete congregation of them all. It was just a. As I was growing up, it was a just a con- conglomerate of them all that built up to me actually thinking it was quite inspirational. It wasn't one specific one because I um, I dropped out of university and wasn't too sure what I wanted to do and because I always was inspired by what he did as a job so it was kind of that's what inspired me to gradually apply to become a firefighter to be honest. So Bob tell us what was the training like for you? For me? Yeah. Uh, the, the training is quite intense like it's quite a people quite surprised that it's quite a short process so obviously the actual training aspect of it is only three months long now. So um, well, it used to be longer. It used to be longer. Yeah, they shortened it down because of the like, the drive to get more recruits into the job. Really? Yeah. So they've okay. shortened. It was shortened down to now just three months. But it's but they've kept the same amount of work in. So it's three months of just intense work. So it is. It's it's difficult. It's difficult, but. Yeah, anyone that anyone that has the um, drive to want to do it, 100% do it. It's not like it's aimed at any sort of individual person. It's and it's what I say to people. People like I, you know, a lot of friends of mine have said that like, oh, I'd be really, I'd, you know, they say like, I think it'd be a great thing to do. But, but you can, anyone can do it. It's more of a mental thing rather than a physical or mm. academic. You know, training process more of just putting yourself through it. Okay, okay. So that's what I'd, I'd say. Quick question. Yeah. What um you two lovely couple? <laughs> your couple. Your couple. Okay. Anyway. anyway. Moving on. <laughs> uh, look at that. There's no denial and no confirmation. But anyway, you're not really big, big people. No. So I'm thinking. 
is that not an issue anymore or is it not as much anymore no like you wouldn't look at i i guess we yeah we're not the conventional two two people that you'd be like oh yeah you'd be saving us from burning buildings but that's not that's not the that's not the generic type anymore you don't like i'm i'm five foot four and nobody would be like oh yeah you're going to be carrying me out of burning buildings but then again so many people would be like oh but you'll be able to squeeze through small holes so i guess it i guess um it varies in i think they're a lot more acceptable in this day and age of like everyone's abilities okay, okay. so well it's, then again you're you're more able to pick someone up than well I you'll be surprised be. when it when it when it comes down to it, the amount of adrenaline and etc. that takes over, you would, you'd be surprised what your body can accomplish when you are actually in the moment. You're, when you're in the moment, like yeah. you can, you can make your, you can build your strength up and your stamina up as much as you like, and obviously it helps. Of course it does, but you, when you are really in a moment of needing to help someone or or in certain circumstances helping yourself your body can do amazing things and you know it's one of those that at the end of the day there are people in a job that or in all sorts of jobs but for example our job that have never sort of taken fitness as part of their life and they're still fantastic at what they do because it's not all it's not all about that and it's not all about being you know big or being in shape or being whatever it's about bringing something to the team because you're never out on your own. You always go out as a as a team, and that's yeah. sort of how how it works. That's good. So, how many people in the team? It varies. Yeah, it varies. You've always got to have. It depends on the fire station. Okay. Because um, some stations, like for instance, um, say it were Orpington, they've got which is near to here. They've got two fire engines. So they have to have a minimum of eight people. So have four people per fire engine. Okay. But if you're at a station, for instance, say, um, what's the one appliance near here? One appliance would be... Uh, Biggin Hill, probably. Biggin Hill, probably. Yeah, yeah. Hill. So one fire engine have to have a minimum of five. Because they've only because they've only got one fire engine there, they have to have a minimum of five people. That doesn't sound like a lot of fire engines. It's, it's not, but... When you see this is now where it, get, it all gets a little bit strange is that when there's a house, say there's a fire, like a, like a house fire, you wouldn't just have, so say you lived in Orpington and you had a fire in your house, when the two fire engines for Orpington turn up, if they go, yeah, this is quite a serious fire, they'll just send a message to say they need more machines and they'll send more. So then Bromley or whoever's closest will also come so it's not like because you live in Orpington you only get two or because you live in Biggin Hill you only get one. Yeah. Biggin Hill could say, you know, this is this needs more people and they request however many machines they like. They could request ten fire engines if they like. Yeah. If that's what you want, that's what they'll get. There's no arguing about it. Yeah. So um That's interesting. Yeah. What would you say you two have learnt from being in the industry that you wish you knew when you started? Go first? Yeah, you go first. Me go first? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, if I wish I'd known... Um, it, oh, it sounds bad, actually, but um, not to... 
not to panic so much. Mm. Obviously, you need to. Obviously, there's a level of like you need to be very serious about what you do, of course. But at first, when you're new to the job, you're every time you get a get a call out to an incident, you instantly think, "Oh God, okay, right." You go. Your mind sort of puts you into a into a level of um, not panic, but you're so sort of on edge. On alert. Yeah. yeah. Yes, on edge and alert. And then now it's like, once you've been there for a couple of years, you need to realise that the best way you can do your job is to be... Obviously, it's a hard situation to be calm, but the best way to do your job is to remain as calm as you can. Whereas at first, that's not how your mind reacts. It's not a normal situation for... Yeah, when you someone, start, you're so excited to, yeah. to get to a job that you want to do as much as you can. So you're so... Your mind is constantly revolving around what what I can do, where I can help. So you're just constantly moving. Whereas after like a year or two years of it, minimal experience, you kind of like start getting a bit more laid back and thinking more strategically about how to approach a a, a yeah. well circumstance. So yeah, at the start, um, you you kind of think, especially after training school. You think, oh my gosh, this is so intense. You're going to constantly be be moving about. You're going to be such a busy atmosphere. But the kind of job that this is, this is, you don't know what you're going to encounter from day to day. That you kind of have to have such a, such a strategic, um, in, well, idea from each circumstance from day to day. Yeah. Two quick questions. Mm-hmm. Um, was there many women on the training in, in the training for you, or was it just? Um, for me personally, in my training training experience, we were quite lucky that we had a uh, quite a few. So we had, I think, about three or four out of say about twelve of us. Okay. Um, I can't speak for each individual. Yeah. Each individual yeah. um, training class, but um, I definitely know that the um, brigades were pushing massively for um for diversity in total for um for uh, our training classes but um yeah i was quite fortunate enough to have that and in total all of us all so passed out? we all did yeah thankfully very very fortunately all of us passed out Is there fit- i was in the military oh, where awesome. i found when oh, i was in the military the fitness regime that the mm. men do is different from the women's is it the same or different I found it's all the same now. It's yeah, all, um, so you have to do the same amount of press ups, pull ups, and all that. Yeah, the fitness the is expectations all for the both, same. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's good. That's yeah, good. definitely. Yeah. All expectations for both. Um, well. Last, my last question. Well, two quick last questions. Sorry, is um, trauma. Obviously, you you're seeing bad things. Yeah. How do you deal with that? It's. Uh, for me, it's more because we're, I mean, we're quite lucky. I can't speak for every station, every watch in the fire brigade, but our watch is very, so our watch being part of our station, but our watch in the station are very sort of, we're almost like a little family. So um, we all sort of go for it together. It's not like you sort of see these things and, because obviously you do see some things you don't want to see. It's part of the job. Yeah, but, it's um, individual. Yeah. You're never on your own with it, and everyone will phone each other up after and say you're okay, and yeah. we'll go out and we'll have a little 
you know, have a, have a drink or have a, you know, and just, you sort of go through it together. That's, that's for me, is the biggest healer, is that you're not on not your alone. own. No, yeah. yeah. And especially with everyone who's had experiences during it as well, they're a lot more aware, so they will also yeah. check in on you, especially having known what it's like to go through that. And last question is, what's the impact you want to have in the world? Ooh. Oh, that's a big I, question. Yeah. I would love to have a positive one. Yeah, <laughs> um, positive one. I don't know if that's too one. generic, but um, but yeah, something something positive and all in all, just would love to to help out in in total, especially me being a female in the firefighters kind of like brigade like i would love to have that element of being like oh yeah like any any little girl or any any child is able to get into this job yeah just a little inspiration yeah. well thanks a lot no thank You're very you welcome. i did not expect yeah. this on a, on a <laughs> lovely, lovely journey and we wish oh, yeah. you well we hope you like that taxi chronicles interview Don't forget to share and subscribe to get the latest episode. Ever considered investing in a continent with the fastest growing economies and population on Earth? The same continent that holds 30% of the world's known natural resources. Listen to our sister podcast, Africa Investor Stories, where you hear real investors with real stories from around the world share their experience of investing in Africa. We post Monday and Thursday at 10am British Standard Time.